Ladies and gentlemen, things are a-changing. Good morning, Christian America. Good Monday to you. Eddie here with the Christian American community. Here to tell you today to have faith. To be reinvigorated in the stances that you take. Be rededicated to your beliefs. Things are changing. Things are moving in the right direction. Change is afoot. In this country, in this secular society, I believe it. Maybe I'm delusional. Maybe I'm just uh, fooling myself, but I don't think so. This country is on the verge of a revitalization in the Christian faith, in the Christian American values, in the Judeo-Christian value system that we built this country on. There is a spiritual war going on. There is a cultural war going on between the believers and the unbelievers. If you have eyes, then you should see. And if you have ears, then you should hear. Because it's going on today in your backyard, in your town, in your community, in your neighborhood, in your state, in your country, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm telling you that things are going to move in the right direction. I feel it. And it at my core, I feel it in my bones. I have faith in God that he's going to lead us all in the right direction. He's going to lead this country in the right direction. And he's going to do it working through each one of us. So let's talk about that this Monday. Good morning, Christian America. And good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American T-shirt company coming to you this Monday to get the week started off right, to get you inspired, to give you a little bit of motivation on your way to do your business, whatever that business is. If you're on your way to work, then we wish you well at work. If you're on your way to school, then we wish you well at your schoolwork and your academics. If you're on your way to your own business, if you're on your way to changing your life, moving yourself in a direction that is uh, more advantageous advantageous for you personally, mentally, physically, emotionally, psychologically, and most important, spiritually, ladies and gentlemen. That's where we should be moving ourselves. If you're on the path to moving yourself into a better position in this world, in this life, focusing your vision, your future, your works on Christ, we encourage you. We it, we, we want to inspire you, and we are in turn inspired by you. That's where we should all be in 2020. We should all be seeking Christ. We should all be moving ourselves in the right direction. Once we think that we are moving in the right direction, then it's an incumbent upon us as the believers, as the adults, as the elders in the community, as, as those who know the truth. And that truth is that Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior, that God put us here for a certain path, for a certain reason, for a certain work. And it's part of our duties on this life is to try to figure that out. Will we ever? Probably not. But we should be attempting to figure out where it is in our life that God would have us go. And he's slowly guiding us. He's molding us. He's shaping us. Sometimes in the fire. And sometimes out of it. He's slowly putting the pieces of the, of the puzzles of your life together. He already knows what the picture looks like. But we don't. 
So there's only so much we're going to be able to do, but it's in this light. It's in this mindset that we seek him, that we turn towards him, that we turn our attention to him, that we turn our ears and hear his voice. We seek his light. And if we do that, we can make our lives better. And then we have the responsibility. Once you know that, and now you do because you heard it from my mouth. And the reason you heard it from my mouth is because scripture is full of passages that tell you to do this. To put away your old self, as Paul says, and turn towards the new self, the born again self, as Christ puts it to Nicodemus, that you are born again spiritually that you know that Christ exists that you know that God command God's commandments exist and that if you listen to Friday's podcast if you want to if you want eternal life you have to follow the commandments I didn't say it Jesus said it Matthew 19 if you missed that podcast go back to Friday's podcast uh, I encourage you and and listen to what God says to what uh, Jesus says to the rich man to the words that are actually taking place. It's in this light that we come to you today to tell you what's on our mind, and I believe things are changing. If you watch the news, if you watch the media, if you're on any of the social media platforms, and I know you are because you're watching this, look at what's going on across our nation. There is a culture war that's taking place. It's been brewing for quite some time, and it's starting to ramp up for 20, 30, 40 years now. The secular world has seized control. They've seized control of the airwaves. They've seized control of the cable companies. They've seized control of our academic institutions. They've seized control of the public school system. They've seized control of state and local governments. They've seized control of almost every major institution. And they've been able to do that because for 40 years or so, they've essentially been unchallenged. But ladies and gentlemen, I believe that that reign is on the verge of ending. I believe that you, people like you and I, I believe that Christian Americans across this country, I believe that we are waking up to the realization that we have been silent for far too long, that we've been left out of these institutions that control things that not necessarily that we've been left out but God has been left out and when God has been left out of these institutions what inevitably takes place what takes place is tyranny what takes place is debauchery it's wickedness because without righteousness you're only left with wickedness and that's what's taken place it didn't happen all at once it's it's taken time and it's been so slow that most people didn't notice it ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you today that we notice it 
We are waking up. We are standing up for what we know to be true. And what we know to be true is in Scripture. What we know to be true is that there is a God Almighty. What we know to be true is that His Son, Jesus Christ, walked the earth as plain and as common as you and I walk this earth today, as true and as real as we are on this earth. He took the form of human uh, of humanity and walked the earth as well. We know these things to be true. He left us, left, left us, God left us this revelation of scripture. He gave us this story. He speaks through these pages, through sacred scripture, on how to live, on, on how he expects us to live, how he commands us to live, how we can live our best lives. Not to the world's standards, not to the earth's standards, but to his standard. And we know this to be true. We've known this to be true. And the more we ponder it, the more we think about it, the more that we see what scripture says, the more we listen to the words that Jesus gives us, the more that we pray to him, that we have this conversation with him, the more that he guides us, the more that he inspires us in the direction that he wants us to go. And if we're listening to him, if we're seeking him, if we're dedicating our lives and our mission and our vocation to him, not to us, not to money, not to material things, but to Christ. If we're quiet and listen for his voice, if we're seeking him, he speaks to us. And when he speaks to us, he encourages us. He inspires us to get moving. He works, ladies and gentlemen, he works through us, through you. Now, there's no secret when you, sit, when you see me sitting here with my pro-life Christian American tea, I'm making a statement. This is just one more small part of an overall mission to do the work that God has for us that comes in a variety of different ways. For some people, it's helping out physically. For some people, it's sharing this content. For some people, it's making this content. For some people, it's in the pulpits. For some people, it's helping the homeless. For some people, it's donating time and money. For some people, it's making food for your neighbor for some people it's clothing those who have who, who do not have any clothes the work that god has for you comes in a variety of different ways now that you know that he's real now that you believe in him and his son now that you believe that he is inherently in us he lives within us that he wants a relationship with us he guides us ephesians talks about us being the handiwork of God. We, he said, Paul says we are God's handiwork created for the works that he has laid out in advance. That means ahead of our birth God has laid out the good works that he would like for you to do. 
And that's how we change things. That's how this narrative of what's going on in our society, the battle over the right to live, to protect the unborn, it's not fought in the heavens. It's fought here on earth. It's fought in the society that's outside these walls. It's fought by believers like you and I. And I have to tell you, other believers like you and I are stepping up to the plate. The right to life is moving in the right direction. I firmly believe with all my heart We are seeing the beginning stages of protecting the unborn children across this country. If you listen closely and if you read carefully, you can hear the devil and all the evil spirits trying to continue their their murderous reign start to gnash and strike out. The demons won't go silently. They never do. Throughout scripture, when Jesus is is cleansing the average person who has been inhabited by demons, they gnash out. They scream out. They talk trash to Jesus. The young boy whom the the disciples couldn't drive out. The demon threw the young boy on the ground and gave him seizures. Gnashing and crying out. You're starting to see that today from the individuals, from the people who would have you, have us as a society continue this murderous onslaught of unborn children. My friends, but we, you and I, the Christian American community, are standing up for those who can't stand for themselves. We are fighting for those who can't fight for themselves. If you listen closely, you would hear the idea of bringing God back to school. It's starting small. There aren't too many people that are talking about it, but there are people talking about it. I believe we're in the beginning stages of bringing the good book back to our school system. It's not going to happen all at once, and it's not going to happen overnight, but I believe we're starting to see signs of planted seed. That's where I think that we're at. If you listen closely, you hear people talking about religious freedom. If you listen closely, you hear people talking about bringing back the Ten Commandments in courthouses. If you listen closely, you can see Christian Americans like you and I that are fighting for what what is right. That are trying to bring Christ back to our public society trying to bring God back into our daily lives. 
out in the open, beyond the walls of our house, beyond the walls of our church. We don't worship on Sundays and Sundays alone. We don't put Christ on a shelf and come grab him for one hour a day on Sunday. We are called to live our faith every day of the week, every hour, every minute, every second of the day. Every second of this day that you have is a blessing that he has given you. This Monday, today, is the start of a new week. He's going to work through you if you allow him to. And you are called instinctively, inherently, from the beginning. Genesis 2, when God makes man. Genesis 2, 2.15. It says, The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Ladies and gentlemen, we are here to work and take care of this world. God has put us here to work and take care of this world. It's time that we get back to that calling. It's time that we stop passing the buck to someone else. Someone else will do the work. Someone else will take care of it. I'm too busy doing whatever it is that I'm doing. Everything in your life should be a devotion to God. Your vocation, your uh, parenting. If you're a, a young child, you have a responsibility to listen to your, uh, to your parents, to your elders. The amount of ways that you can use your life dedicated to God are innumerable. Start with one. Start with one way that you can work today for God's greater glory. And I'm telling you, if we all do that, if this community, the Christian American community does that, this world, this country is starting to change for the better. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, again, we don't ask for donations. We ask for participation. Participate and go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees.com. And you can pick yourself up a pro-life hashtag, pro-life Christian tea like the one that I have on now, or any other uh, of a variety of Christian American apparel and assorted items. Continue to be a part of the Christian American dialogue by commenting on our on our content, sharing, liking, tweeting, DMing, following us, subscribing to us on the on the YouTube channel, Good Morning Christian American YouTube channel. We are on all the podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Shop uh, Spotify, um, Parlor, Instagram. We're on TikTok now, shooting one minute video content at you. We are continuously growing because of the feedback and the motivation and the encouragement that we receive from this community. And I'm telling you, we are on the right path. Before you know it, we're going to look up and we're going to be back in God's good graces as a, as a country and as a, as a society. Similar to Jonah uh, preaching the, the, the word of repentance to the city of Nineveh, we are going to turn ourselves around and it's going to start with you and I 
doing the good works that God has laid out for us. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ. Stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.